0: Stand by for a special podcast from Two Works for You, and welcome to a whole new season of Beyond the Forecast. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Collier from Two Works for You in the studios here, and we are talking today about what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about me. <laughs> you know what? What happened was is uh, we. Been on break because of, of course, the pandemic. Uh, I got to work from home there for quite some time, and uh, the last uh, episode we had was right when this was all getting going. So we have been on a break, but now we're going to start a whole new season. This is season three, and I figured I'll just do a little introductory about myself. And uh, you know, I'm not one to really just want to sit here and and talk about myself. However, it's weird being, you know, on television. And then, um, you know, I, I do the weather every single day. And then on social media, you know, I'm, I'm very present on that. But it's just a, almost like you see just one side of me. Or, you, or on social media, you really don't know it's me. It's just someone posting with a name that's attached uh, to me, if, if that makes any sense. What I'm trying to say really is that you just see that name Mike or you just see me on TV and, and that's all you know. And uh, that's, that's sometimes really weird to me because, um, you know, I, I am much more than that. And, and sometimes I get comments, even on social media, oh, you're just a weatherman, blah, blah, blah. I, actually, I'm a human being, but, um, yeah, I do love weather. Uh, I've studied weather for quite some time. And this is coming up on my fifth anniversary of being a chief meteorologist in the Tulsa market, um, which has been an interesting ride. It, it truly has, because uh, let's go back to uh, back, way back when. So I'm I'm going to be 39 next month, and so let's go back to the 80s. And uh, I was born 1981. Um, the the television era was in its golden ages. I mean, you only had three channels: uh, two, six, eight. Um, you had the three meteorologists that you grew up and watched. I know for some uh, folks that were around a little before me, um, you know, Don Woods. Of course, Don was there when I uh, started watching. Um, You know, there was Lionel uh, on KOTV. um, And then you've had other weather people previous to that. But I'm going to start in the 80s because, well, I was born in the 80s. That's all I really remember, and that's all I can really attest to. So, yeah, Don Woods. And then, uh, yeah, Gary Shore here at uh, Channel 2. And uh, Jim Giles. And so that's who I grew up watching. And uh, obviously, Travis uh, took over for Dawn. Um, and then you had Jim. And then you had a multitude of meteorologists at uh, Channel 2 uh, up until uh, my arrival. And so, uh, unfortunately, Jim passed away, as, as you're probably well aware. And uh, Travis switched from 8 to uh, 6 and, and uh, you know, took over the realm there and still is there to this day. And I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, Travis, I got to work for him. I mean, I started my career under him, so that was always really cool uh, to be able to watch or to be able to work with a person that you really looked up to. But let's go back again to, to Don Woods and you know the gusty drawing that that was my first interaction with uh, TV weather and seeing. I mean, I was really little, so you know just seeing a cartoon and weather, I thought that was cool. That's not. Something that I really, why I got into weather, although it was really cool, it caught my eye. So I owe a lot to that. Um, eventually, though, when I was six years old, uh, my uncle, uh, who I was very close to, uncle, my uncle Mike, who had the same name as me, he was he was uh, a fond uncle who took me everywhere, and and I uh, was his sidekick. And uh, unfortunately, he was diagnosed with leukemia uh, when I was six years old, and. Uh, he died uh, pretty rapidly, from my understanding, the type of leukemia he has now or he had now has a uh, a higher success rate of survival, and so at that time, it was relatively new to the scientific world and so you know unfortunately, he was young too. Uh, I think he was in his thirties and uh, passed away didn't get to complete a lot of things in life uh, that he had set out to do. You know, get married, have kids. Um, I mean, he was dating someone at the time, and, and could that have been his wife? Sure. Could that you know have led to kids? Sure. Um, he didn't. He didn't get to really advance in his career, and so that at such a young age and being so close to him really had a true, um, a true you know push to me to think I've got to do all this because I don't know how much time I, I truly have. And so, you know, think about that six years old and, you know, you've realized that over the years, as you get into your teens, you're like, oh, you know, hey, my uncle, Mike, he didn't, he didn't get to do all this. So let's, let's try to get it all done as soon as possible. So that will lead later on to, to my career. And I'll talk about that in just a second. But one thing I do remember, and you're probably thinking, well, how, how did your uncle's death have an impact on weather? Well, you know, that was a very traumatic time for me and, um, Uh, my grandfather died like two years before that, which I vaguely remember, but this one really two years now at six years old, I really remember. And so I'll never forget the funeral. It was, it was cloudy. It was wet. Uh, it was rainy, uh, for like three days and, uh, family was Catholic. So, uh, the, you know, those tend to go on several days or as a kid, it seemed like forever. And, uh, And I remember finally after the funeral uh, and going to my grandparents and and eating and and all that and, and then leaving, going actually to home, uh, it was just my dad and I, I know my mom stayed back, but you know, going home with them, there was just rain and dark weather and I got home and as a normal kid did, I went outside and started to play and the most beautiful rainbow of my memory was just shining. Uh, the rain had parted and there was sunshine and and what seemed like hope uh, for the first time in those several days. And so that was truly the beginning for me of weather, of my passion for weather and my interest in the weather. I was thinking of how much of an impact that could have on an individual on a daily basis and sometimes have a huge impact on their life. Because, you know, it was a dark and sad time. And I just remember being upset. I'm still, i pretty upset thinking about it to this day. Uh, it, I truly will never forget that the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, seeing that rainbow and seeing the sunshine and seeing hope, it it really just engraved into my mind. And from that moment on, I knew I was like, hey, you know what? I am going to watch weather. I'm going to learn everything I can about weather. And I just became super focused. It really did. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy at six years old. I remember You know, taking tours of Channel Two. I remember taking tours of Channel Eight, and I couldn't wait uh, to to work. You know, whatever uh, you know idea at the time as a kid you had of working at a TV station. That's what I wanted to do. And so I remember taking a tour of Channel Eight when I was uh, in uh, fifth grade. And you know, I had a friend that uh, so they split us up in two groups. We went to this tour, split up us in two groups. And the first, he was on the first group. Everybody knew I I wanted to work in weather. I mean, it was just known, even in fifth grade, which is just crazy. They just knew I wanted to work there uh, in a TV station. And so uh, the first group went, he went, and he came, they came back around, and I was entering as a second group. It was such a large group, they had to break it down to two. The second group came in, and that was me, and I see him leaving as the first group. And he passed by me. And it's just one of those things in life that, again, you never forget. Uh, you know, he said to me, Mike, you'll never work here. And, look, he was just being a kid. He was competitive. I get it. You know, it, was, it wasn't, it uh, was you know, this day, just laugh it off. But at the time, it was great motivation. I was like, oh, I can't? I won't? Well, I'll, sh- I'll show you. So I knew what I wanted to do, and I knew where I was going to go. So starting at... Uh, 16 years old i we we, you know email was just invented not invented but it was just getting going and i was like wow i can email people that are on tv and (laughs) i didn't really understand i guess that you know that connection you know you kind of need a more formal introduction but i just wrote it anyway i wrote emails to everybody and so uh uh, one person did respond and that was actually channel two which was kind of funny um But at the time, I had met someone that knew someone at Fox 23 uh, that was just doing weather at the time, and they brought me on. And it was an incredible experience because it was, like, low-key. It was five minutes of weather from 10 to 10.05, and I was always the guy in the background. And I thought that was so cool because I was (laughs) – people at school would see my shirt in the background and my back of my head, and I just thought that was – Unbelievable! Just like, whoa, you know, people can see me on TV. That's just amazing. I'm working in weather. This is just crazy at at 17. So by the time I was 17, that's when it all happened. And uh, so I started working there and eventually got paid a little. And uh, I, it was a wonderful experience to be able to do everything. I even directed one of the newscasts. And let me tell you, or the cast, And let me tell you. It was the ugliest looking weathercast ever, if that's even possible. I didn't really truly know what I was doing. I thought I did. But when I got up there and did it by myself, because they were in a crunch and it was limited crew, uh, I just kept punching things. and It was bad. It was like, hey, here's your weather. And then it went black. Here's, oh, here he is. Oh, no, it's black. And I just, I couldn't figure out how to do any of that. And that was the last anything I ever directed. I was like, okay, that's that's not for me. Um, but watching that and working in that scenario where you get to t- get a hands-on for everything was incredible experience for me at, at such a young age. And so um, I was planning to go off to the University of Oklahoma. Uh, I, I got accepted there and was going to go and study meteorology. So it, somehow, uh, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what transpired. I know it's weird. Well Mike, you remember exactly when you were six years old, but I don't, I don't know how, but I got in touch with Travis Meyer and uh, started was able to be his weather producer. And I think that alone was like, Oh my God, I could have this opportunity while going to school in Tulsa. Okay. I'll do that. And so I got my first two years out of the way at TCC and did that. And then I went to the university of Tulsa and studied uh, earth and environmental science communications. And so I did that, but then as the years progressed and and Travis jumped over to channel six, uh, then I got moved up to weekends and I needed more focus on meteorology. So I finished with Mississippi State University uh, with a bachelor of science in broadcast meteorology. And so um, I was able to do that. While all my core was done here, I was able to do the meteorology part all online. At the time that was new age. Now that's very common. I mean, look at schools going now online, but uh, it was, it was very difficult um, because I was working and studying meteorology at the same time uh, to, to finish that. But I did. And uh, was the first person in my family, immediate family, to get uh, their college degree from my parents uh, and my sister. And so, um, you know, it it was a cool accomplishment. Um, But I worked all the way through that and, and helped pay for that as well. And so I stayed there and worked and worked and worked and worked, worked under several chief meteorologists that have all moved on since that time and worked hard. And sometimes when you work hard and when you're young and you start at a, a uh, pretty affordable rate, uh, I guess you could say, and you keep doing that um, you're, you're in and not make a move or career move. Sometimes you just, you get the the low end of all the pay scale. So Um, ultimately, when it came time to uh, reconfigure things in life and move to channel two, you had to look at, you know, opportunities for my family and what would help, uh, you know, secure them uh, to help raise them, as you could say, because kids are, kids are so expensive. They really are. If you have a kid, you totally get it. Things cost. I mean, it's just like, we went to Chick-fil-A, and I love Chick-fil-A. We go there a lot, so this is not a, negative on chick-fil-a because they got to make money too right uh but it was like 40 bucks for uh the three kids my wife and i and you're like well you should just eat at home yeah you know i should shouldn't i but come on it's chick-fil-a it's amazing so you get the idea three kids uh, a wife and she works as well and and you always want to provide for your family and you want to do the best you can and and so that was the opportunity and i'm leaving a lot of stuff out um you know, and I'll say this and I'll add it. There's the thing about family too, that I'm big on. And, um, there was a, uh, a buyout of the company I worked for previously and not, it was not a huge fan of that company, but, um, I am happy with the company that I work with now. Um, so with that being said, that's where I am here today. And, uh, this is my fifth year as a chief meteorologist. And it's really weird because I've been looking back on things a lot lately and thinking, you know, I'm 38, going to be 39. You know, where where do we go from here? And and that's something I'm gonna have to really figure out as as we move on in life. But looking back to the past five years, have been they've just flown by. Uh, it really has. I mean, talk about being elated when you first got the chief job. I mean, that was just a a spectacular moment of my life. Um, something I'll be forever grateful for. And I appreciate the folks over at the former station for giving me that opportunity. I'll never forget that ever, 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 ever. It, it uh, means a lot, but also at the same time, I've worked really, really hard for it. I've worked morning hours. I've worked overnights, weekends, any horrible hour. <laughs> and I've worked and I've been there. And, um, you know, 20 years, I, or at the time I was 15, I put in my time. or I felt like I put in my time, and I was ready. And, uh, and, and, I, and I don't know how I've done, because honestly, that's up to you. And uh, all I know is I've always tried my best, enjoyed what I've done. And that's the difficult thing in this business for anyone, is uh, how do you do? You know, we, we, we don't know, truthfully, what, how we're doing um, it's it's up to you at home. And I'm not saying, hey, tell me how I'm doing. It's just, it's, I'm used to not knowing. And uh, I just hope I'm doing well. And, and I know that if I'm not, I, I'll hear about it. So uh, there's, there's no problem of, of knowing when I'm not doing well. Okay. Uh, I hear a lot about that, uh, especially in social media these days. So, you know, one thing I did know early on in my career was when Facebook came up, I was like, wow, this isn't just like I did when I was a kid and knew I wanted to be on TV. I knew social media was going to be an avenue to reach a lot of people. Did I dream that it was going to be this big? No, but I knew it was a, a platform. And what and since I wasn't the chief for many years, I found a platform that I could speak to a lot of people without being restricted to just being on weekends or whatever or whatever shift I did at the time, that, that social media was that platform where I could talk to people anytime I wanted because I like talking to people. Um, I guess you can maybe argue that I just like talking <laughs> and that's why I'm doing this right now. I, I'll go with you on that one. Um, I do like talking, but I do really like talking to people. And I always know that when I have a great conversation with someone, whether it's small or large or long or short, uh, you know, it's, it always feels good just to, to be able to connect with with you and uh, other individuals it it just gives me that energy in life and so uh with with all the things going on right now it's tough when you see people uh that have hold on to things and and go against other people that's tough for me because you know again going back to when i was younger life is short we don't know how long we have um you know, life is but a mist. It's, it's here and it's gone. And uh, you have to really, truly enjoy those seconds while you have them. And I say seconds, because it literally could change on a second. Uh, You just don't know. And it's easy to get ruts in life. And, and I've been in many and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Life is very tough. Um, Even no matter what you have in life, it's still tough. It's still a challenge that you have to work through each and every single day. So here we are, five years, and uh, I've got to work with wonderful meteorologists along the way, uh, from Frank uh, to Jennifer to uh, uh, from Taft uh, to uh, John Haverfield, who, I, who I'm actually having dinner with tonight, um, you know, uh, Aaron Tuttle, uh, you know. So when I started, it was me, Travis Frank, and Aaron Tuttle, um, And uh, Aaron went on in the private uh, sector and then uh, in Oklahoma City. And then it was me, Taft, Frank, and Travis. And then it was me, Taft, and Frank. Then it was, um, I believe, Jennifer, myself, and Taft slash Clint. So then it was Jennifer, Clint, and I and then we had three there for a while, and then here, uh, you know, it was, uh, Brandon's been here, and uh, Kirsten, and um, Kerrigan, and Brandon, did I see him twice? I did, because Brandon does a lot around here. I appreciate him greatly, and Kerrigan, I have probably said her twice, too, as I'm just trying to think here, and Taft as well, so I've gotten to work with some great meteorologists over the years, and they've all been uh, a pleasure to work with, and, um, You know, some that are gone, I miss seeing them, you know, I really do. But um, it's a interesting, interesting uh, business because you are always on call. That's the most, the question I get mostly is like, well, you know, do you have to work weekends? Well, it just depends if there's severe weather. Of course they do. Um, This Sunday, I'm filling in at uh, the morning show and that's early and uh, (laughs) I'm not used to getting up early, but you just have to do it all and you have to be ready to do it all. And there is a lot of sacrifice of your family. And now I know if my bosses are listening to this, they're like, well, we give you a lot of time off, Mike. And they do. And they're really good about that. And there is a healthy work-life balance. And so, um, you know, I work really hard. And then I do have time off to to be with the family. And and when I take that time off, I try to like push 10 days in a row into the three days I have off. Because a normal day a work day is I'm gone uh, most of the evenings because I'm here at work and I don't see the kids. They're gone at school in the morning, then they come home and I'm already gone and I won't see them really until the weekends. So when I'm, that's what I'm saying is I try to take a lot of time off to enjoy those days with them, enjoy that time with them because I know it's precious and it's short. And that is the biggest struggle I have with being in, in television is those hours. But, um, you know, the, luckily I have a great company that treats me extremely well, uh, with that regard. So that's, that's where I am here today. Uh, you know, coming up on my, let's see, I started in 2000 and, uh, here we are in 2020. Oh, wow. 20 years in this business. Uh, f- yeah, 20 years. That's in, that's crazy. Okay. Well, that just kind of shocked me thinking about 20 years that have flown by, and uh, I always love to see on social media the people that people pop up, hey, I've watched you from the beginning. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. And, and truthfully, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for just watching for two, three minutes uh, at a time. It means so much to me. It, it helps feed my family. So I continue to ask you to watch. All right. So this is an in-depth uh, Beyond the Forecast about uh, me, Mike. And, uh, and I encourage you to send me feedback if you can right on my Facebook page. Hey, I listened or, uh, Mike at uh, Mike.collier at com, and maybe guests that you would like to hear on this upcoming season of beyond the forecast. Thank you so much and hope you have a wonderful and blessed day.